Hello, welcome to the weekly podcast of Succinct, an information source that helps you save time while keeping you well informed of key events, catalysts, and performance of capital markets. This brief is professional and free of noise. If you are looking for the classic journalistic, future guessing, and tips from self-proclaimed gurus, you can switch off now. These are the must-know highlights from last week. It was a short trading week due to the Easter holiday. Global equity indices traded mixed and ended without significant change. The S&P 500 closed flat at 4,105, while the Nasdaq Composite fell 1% last week, and the stock 600 in Europe closed marginally higher. The main catalyst for a mild week was the absence of negative headlines for the banking sector. The key events were updates in economic data and the impact of OPEC's decision on crude oil markets. On Friday, U.S. employment data for March was released. Non-farm payrolls printed strong at 236,000, in line with estimates but below the revised 326,000 figure in February. This compares with a monthly average of 345,000 in the past 12 months. The solid reading pushed the unemployment rate back down to 3.5%, confirming the resilience of the US labor market. This increased the market's expectation for a 25 basis point rate hike to 70% for the Fed's next meeting on May 3. In other economic news, the US international trade deficit widened to $70.5 billion in March. The ISM manufacturing PMI came in at 46.3, below expectations and lower than February, showing a slowdown in activity. The dollar strengthened after the employment report but ended the week modestly lower. The DXY dollar index fell 0.4%, mainly against the Swiss franc, the British pound and the euro. Bonds continued to shift higher as rates fell again last week. The 10-year US Treasury yield is now at 3.41%, down from 4.10% in early March. The yield on German boons closed at 2.18%, compared to 2.77 at the start of March. The week's main story took place last Sunday when OPEC surprised with an announcement to cut oil production further. The new output reduction of 1 million barrels per day will become effective in May and last until the end of this year. The decision was made by Saudi Arabia and no formal OPEC meeting was held. This reduction follows an October decision to cut output by 2 million barrels per day. Brent and WTI rallied more than 6% on the week to $85 and $81. On other commodity markets, Natural gas prices dropped sharply on both sides of the Atlantic, base metals and grains traded weaker, while precious metals and softs, mainly coffee, ended firmer. It was an active week for central bank policy decisions. Australia left rates unchanged at 3.6%, and New Zealand hiked by 50 basis points, more than expected, to 5.25%. In emerging markets, India maintained its policy rate at 6.5%, a surprise decision. Chile kept them unaltered at 11.25%, as did Poland, at 6.75%. 
Also in emerging markets, some new sovereign bonds in dollars were priced. Brazil placed its first dollar bond since 2021. Two and a quarter billions of a 10-year bond were priced at 285 basis points over treasuries for a 6-15% yield. Brazil is rated below investment grade at double B-. Turkey sold $2.5 billion of a 7-year bond at 597 basis over treasuries, or a 9.3% yield, rated single B. Next week we'll get the update on headline and core CPI inflation in the US on Wednesday, German inflation, and UK GDP on Thursday, and US retail sales on Friday. The Bank of Canada meets on Wednesday. Futures are pricing in an 86% probability of no rate change, from the actual 4.5%. That's all for this episode. Please follow us and help us promote our channel. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our service. Have a great week.